I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson. I was recently in a lively discussion with a senior leader at one of my client organizations. I'm sure you've heard the refrain, if not here on this podcast, then perhaps in your own company. The senior leader was disappointed in people not coming back to the office in greater numbers. To his credit, the company is trying to be a flexible workplace, offering hybrid options and not forcing people back into the office like we've heard from some companies. He sees the value of being able to attract and retain top talent with hybrid work. But still, it was bothering him that more people weren't back in the office. I was genuinely curious about why he wanted people back more often, so I pressed on with some follow-up questions to see if I could get him to articulate why. He wasn't exactly sure, he said. There was just something missing. After I probed a bit more, we finally hit on something valuable. He was a leader who loved to manage by walking around. Prior to the pandemic, He was regularly stopping by people's desks to chat and sitting in on meetings with people who were four or five or more positions lower than he was on the organizational chart. He was known by all and loved or at least appreciated by most. He really missed managing by walking around. So what can you do when you want to support flexible and hybrid workplace, but you also know and miss the benefits of managing by walking around? With the rise of virtual and hybrid work arrangements, it can be challenging to implement management by walking around effectively. And that's exactly what we're talking about today on this episode of the podcast. We're going to cover what management by walking around is and why it's important and effective. And then we're going to look at how you can do it with the software tools you've already got. And after that, we'll take a look at some cool new tools that actually simulate walking around the office. Not quite virtual reality and holograms just yet, but cool nonetheless. We'll finish up with a few significant benefits of managing by walking around in the virtual environment. Now, before we delve into the specifics of managing by walking around in the hybrid workplace and how to pull that off, let's first understand what it means. Management by walking around is a management style that emphasizes the importance of active engagement and communication with employees. The manager regularly walks around the workplace, observing employees' work and having informal conversations with them. This style of management helps managers stay informed about the team's work, challenges, and concerns, which in turn helps them make more informed decisions. Now, the management by walking around, or MBWA, as I'm going to call it from now on, that technique was popularized by Tom Peters and Robert Waterman in their book, In Search of Excellence, Lessons from America's Best-Run Companies, published back in 1982. In the book, they highlighted the importance of MBWA in building effective relationships between managers and their team members and how it can lead to better decision-making, increased productivity, and a more positive work environment. 
It didn't start in the 1980s, however. Long before that, in the 1940s, it was used at Hewlett Packard, HP, where founders Bill Hewlett and Dave Packard would regularly walk around the company's factory floor and talk to employees and see how things were going. However, the roots of MBWA can be traced back even further to the Japanese management philosophy of Jemba, which emphasizes the importance of being physically present in the workplace to understand the work processes and identify areas for improvement. Jemba is the Japanese term for actual place, and it often referred to the shop floor in the early days of its use, the place where the real work happens. Now, in manufacturing, of course, that would be the shop floor. In music, it would be the studio, and in tech companies, it would be anywhere from planning for or writing software, testing software, doing usability studies on software, supplying customer service, and so on. You get the idea. Anywhere where the actual work is being done. A Jemba walk brings the leaders to where the work is being done so they can ask questions, interact with the people doing the work, and so on. Again, MBWA did gain popularity in the 1980s as a management style that emphasized the importance of active engagement and communication with employees. And Peters and Waterman's In Search of Excellence book was a big part of that. MBWA was seen as a way for managers to stay informed about their team's work, challenges, concerns, and all of that which would, in turn, help them make more informed and better decisions. So the results of MBWA can be seen in several ways. First, it helps build trust and rapport between managers and their team members, which leads to increased job satisfaction and motivation. <laughs> if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you've heard me talk about the risk of becoming overly transactional in our communication when working at a distance. That results in less trust and less rapport and weaker relationships which have a harder time surviving difficult circumstances or conversations. In MBWA, by actively engaging with employees, managers can also identify and address issues before they become major problems, leading to an increase in productivity and efficiency. Additionally, MBWA promotes a culture of open communication and collaboration, leading to better decision-making and a more positive work environment. Studies on MBWA back in the day showed that it created regular communication between employees and their managers and that employees were more likely to be engaged and satisfied with their jobs when their managers were managing by walking around. A study conducted by the Harvard Business Review found that MBWA helped managers identify potential problems before they became major issues. And by observing their team members at work, managers could identify areas where productivity could be improved and then they could implement strategies to address those issues. MBWA is also a super helpful tool for managers because it allows them to gain a better understanding of their team members' strengths and weaknesses. This can help managers make informed decisions about how to assign tasks and responsibilities and where to implement additional coaching or training and so forth, which can lead to improved performance and productivity all the way around. So overall, the history of MBWA shows that it is or was a powerful management technique that can have a significant impact on workplace culture and productivity. By actively engaging with employees and being present in the workplace, managers can build stronger relationships with their team members, leading to increased engagement, productivity, and overall success. That may have been true four or more years ago before so many people began working from home. So what about now? How do you do MBWA in the virtual or hybrid workplace? 
Now, as you know, a hybrid workplace is a work model that combines remote work and physical office work. And this work model has become increasingly popular in recent years, and with it, managers who want to implement MBWA can find themselves at a bit of a loss when it comes to implementation. Here are some strategies that managers can use to do MBWA effectively in the hybrid workplace. I'm going to address this from two different angles. First, how to do MBWA with the tools you probably already have. And second, we'll talk about some cool new technologies that can make it even more interactive and fun. So first, let's go after the low-hanging fruit. These are tools you most likely already have that you can use a little bit differently to virtually manage by walking around, even though you might actually be sitting at your desk the whole time. <laughs> Number one, hold virtual check-ins. One of the most significant challenges for managers in the hybrid workplace is not being physically present with their team members. And to overcome this, managers can schedule virtual check-ins with their team members. Now, I wanna distinguish between check-ins and check-ups. When you're checking in on someone, it's the how are you conversation. If the employee chooses to talk about their work projects, well, that's okay, but that's not the intent. When managers intentionally discuss work in one-on-one -on -one conversations with employees, which is absolutely critical to do, I call those check up conversations. You're checking up to see if the person is getting their work done. It's essential to schedule both check-ins and check-ups regularly so that employees know when to expect them and they can prepare for them. Remember that it's the check-in conversation, the how are you doing conversation, that most closely resembles management by walking around. Number two, provide feedback. Feedback is an essential aspect of any workplace, but it's even more critical in hybrid workspaces. More feedback is needed in the virtual and hybrid environments because of the informal mechanisms for providing feedback that are largely missing. And by this, I mean the way to go or good idea comments in meetings that don't happen as often in the virtual and hybrid environments. Nor do the more subtle forms of critical feedback happen, like knit brows or slight frowns, the nonverbal feedback that happens in natural face-to-face -face conversation. So managers should provide extra feedback to their teams, whether it is the positive or the constructive feedback. And of course, as with all feedback, Feedback should be timely, specific, and actionable. It's also essential to provide feedback in a way that's appropriate for the situation, whether that's through instant messaging, video conferencing, or in person. And quick tip, the more critical the feedback, the more social cues you need to deliver it effectively. So err on the side of video conferencing to deliver bad news so that the other person can see and hear your intent, not just your words. Number three use instant messaging or another incessantly on tool like Slack, Confluence, Huddle, or Yammer. These tools allow managers to stay connected with their team members and they create avenues for quick communication, making it easier for managers to check in on their team members and get quick feedback. Managers can use instant messaging tools to ask questions, provide feedback, or discuss work-related issues. Number four, use walk and talk meetings or office hours. Managers can use technology to create virtual walking meetings or office hours where team members can drop in and ask questions or provide updates. One of the great advantages of a walk and talk meeting for those who are able is that you're typically talking by mobile phone using earbuds and not looking at one another. This paves the way for bringing up more sensitive issues. 
I sometimes do this with my teenagers while driving in the car. They're much more likely to open up to me about sensitive topics when they don't have to look me in the eye. Office hours, on the other hand, are when you hold time open on your calendar and allow people to drop in by whatever means is most convenient, phone, video chat, IM, or whatever. If no one takes you up on it, you just work on independent projects that can withstand interruptions. In either case, walk and talks or office hours, managers make themselves available for informal conversations and they can build stronger relationships with team members and gain insights into their concerns and needs. Number five, visit the physical workplace. Even though some employees may work remotely, it's crucial for managers to visit the physical workplace regularly. This can be done by scheduling visits to the office or attending team meetings in person. During these visits, managers can observe the work environment and have informal conversations with team members. This will help managers stay informed about their team's work, challenges, and concerns. You can literally manage by walking around with those who are present on the days when you are in the building. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. Okay, so... That's what to do with the tools you already have. Now let's move on to a few cool tools that make managing by walking around a little bit more realistic, if still simulated. First, a variety of virtual office platforms have popped up. Some of these were already around before the pandemic, but there was a proliferation of them once the pandemic hit. The best way to describe these platforms, if you're not familiar with them, is to think of them as a cross between the popular online game Roblox, where kids and some adults build out a variety of spaces. Think buildings, homes, towns. So a cross between Roblox and Zoom, where you can instantly jump into a video conference with someone just by having your Roblox-like avatar enter a room on the screen. Some of the leading virtual office platforms include Sococo, Teamico, Kumo Space, and Gather. What's cool about these platforms is that you can see who's in various conference rooms or who's working quietly at their desk with a do not disturb sign up. On screen, it's like looking at a map of your office. You can go into a virtual room with someone and lock the door so that you can have a private conversation. You can invite others to the meeting without sending a meeting invitation. It's the equivalent of walking over to their desk and saying, hey, you got a minute? pop into this conference room with us. And once you're in a conference room or an office, you can do all the things that you can do in Zoom or Microsoft Teams. You can share documents and collaborate or draw on a whiteboard to express your ideas. You can set up break rooms and ping pong tables and create social spaces for people to hang out and get to know one another. And if you've got Gen Z employees in your organization, they're going to easily adapt to the Roblox-like environment. All right, next up are employee engagement platforms. 
These may be standalone systems or they may integrate with other systems that your organization is already using. Employee engagement software are programs that are designed to increase employee job satisfaction and retain talented workers. The goal here is to help workers get more involved in the company and contribute more, feel more connected. So features on these systems include pulse surveys, those short surveys at frequent intervals that gauge employees' satisfaction, and also easy ways to give recognition for a job well done, both manager to employee and employee to employee. That feedback can go sideways, up, down, however. They also offer informal ways to coach, mentor, and train employees. Some examples of these platforms include Lattice, Kudos, Motivosity, and 15.5. You can kind of get the sentiment behind what they're up to in the platform name. Kudos, for example, is going to prompt people to give each other virtual high fives and promote being generous with positive feedback. 15.5 is an interesting name. The idea behind it is that employees take no more than 15 minutes creating an update for their manager to review. And the manager should be able to fully understand that update in five minutes or less, hence 15.5. You can see how both the virtual office platforms and the employee engagement platforms get you a little bit closer to the experience created by managing by walking around in the real world. Most of them have a free trial. So if you're interested, I highly recommend you check them out. Let me leave you with a few of the benefits for implementing a management by walking around approach in a hybrid workplace or a virtual workplace where remote and in-office employees must work together seamlessly. Number one, improved communication. When managers regularly walk around the office and speak with their employees, whether in the real world or using some of these virtual tools we've talked about, it can help improve communication within the team. This is particularly important in the hybrid workplace where communication can be a real challenge due to the physical distance and the reliance on technology. Number two, better employee engagement. Management by walking around can help managers better understand their employees' needs and concerns, leading to better employee engagement. In a hybrid workplace where remote employees may feel disconnected from their in-office counterparts, regular communication and engagement can help build a sense of community and improve morale. Number three, increased collaboration. Management by walking around enables managers to interact more regularly with their employees, creating a collaborative work environment. In the hybrid workplace where remote and in-office employees may not interact as frequently, this approach can help foster collaboration and ensure that all employees are on the same page. Number four, enhanced performance. By regularly checking in with employees and providing feedback, managers can improve employee performance. This is particularly important in the hybrid workplace where remote employees may feel isolated and require additional support to perform at their best. And finally, number five, increased innovation. Management by walking around can also help foster innovation by encouraging managers to interact with employees from different departments and different levels in the organization, especially if you're using one of the virtual office platforms that make it easier to have those chance interactions with people that you don't typically work with and to gather in common spaces to do fun things like play ping pong or have a cup of coffee. This can help generate new ideas and perspectives that may not have been possible otherwise leading to greater innovation and success for the organization as a whole. So yes, Virginia, you can manage by walking around in virtual and hybrid workplaces. 
If you enjoy this content and you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and knock that little bell so that you'll get notified every time there's a new episode out. I'm also starting to make some other videos on YouTube as well. So even if you listen to this podcast on a podcast platform, you'll want to head over to YouTube and subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Wherever you're listening or watching, please leave me a review. It helps other listeners find me and it just plain old makes me feel good. You can find me over at YouTube at YouTube forward slash Janelle Anderson, PhD. All right, my friends, until next time, be well. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.